0: Hello everyone, welcome to our first episode of Four of a Kind podcast. My name is Grace and I'm joined by three dynamic co-hosts today. So let them introduce themselves in a little bit, but let me just tell you one thing about these women. We all went through business school together and they definitely helped make that experience a lot less draining and added a whole lot of fun. So from classmates to best friends who now partners on this new venture. Hey guys, it's Michelle. Happy Friday. Hi everyone,
1: it's Kelsey, so excited to start this new journey with these three ladies
2: and all of you. Hi, I'm Lauren. Join us and lots of exciting guests as we discuss navigating our careers, entrepreneurship, and all of the ups and downs that occur along the way. Today, for our opening podcast, we're going to mainly talk about the reasons for why we decided to jump into this. And so, let's get started. All
0: right, so Kelsey, how did we get here? why are the four of us recording this podcast right now instead of having brunch? Well, actually, I think it
1: did start while we were having brunch uh, with a bunch of our friends from school after graduation. And like any good MBA grad, you spend the first couple months after school talking about all the great businesses you're going to start in the next two weeks. So I think we we had a lot of conversations about wanting to do more than I think just our current day jobs. And be entrepreneurial in some respect. We had a ton of conversations about what that might be. So we talked about starting a company and what that might entail. And we realized we had so many interesting discussions just about the idea to start a company that those conversations were important to capture because there were so many components of starting a company. And it's not just the mechanics of getting it up and running, but idea generation. And also, how do you know that you're ready to do this? How do you know when to start? How do you get comfortable taking risks and all those things? So point being, we had a ton of ideas. And we realized that maybe these discussions along the way was really the interesting part that we wanted to share with more people and not only share what we thought, but bring in people and get input on all these topics. We also thought that there were a lot of people that might be experiencing the same difficulties or challenges or want to join in the conversation around getting started. So that is how we got to the podcast.
0: Okay, so that's how the idea started. But let's maybe just dig a little deeper into why this, why a podcast, and why are we personally drawn to having these conversations? Lauren, do you want
2: to start? Sure. So I think... We've talked about, you know, you hear a lot of the statistics around the percentage of women in C-suites or lack thereof on different boards, the number of women investors, entrepreneurs. But I won't sit here and say that our entire driver behind this is just because we want to fix or have a say in those bigger political or social issues. It's just things that we deal with as we're going to be starting a company or starting a venture fund or looking to move up in our careers or all those sorts of things that we're going to be dealing with tactically and we're having these conversations we're trying to get advice from other people that are going through it so if we're doing that we might record it share it with you get questions and kind of build up this forum where people feel comfortable reaching out asking these types of questions getting feedback they're going through and have gone through these various experiences and then sharing their lessons learned. I and mean, hopefully we're successful at it. Hopefully more than the four of us listen to this ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. Well, I feel like collectively we might come up with at least a hundred friends. So there's our hundred <laughs> listeners right there. Michelle, anything else you'd like to add to that?
3: Yeah. So one of the stats that Lauren was referencing is this idea that, you know, it was a huge news topic when, Indra Nui decided to step down. One of the 5% of females of CEOs in the Fortune 500 happens to be female, and her stepping down impacts the percentage of female CEOs. It was interesting to me that that was a topic of conversation, and it, it spurs this conversation that there's a lack of female representation in the senior management ranks. And, you know, as someone who's in the financial services segment, I see that on a day-to-day perspective. And I'm sure all of us have on this podcast have seen that as well. And some of of our audience members may feel that that's true and that resonates with them. But to get to work with other strong women and to speak with other strong women about these topics gives a forum, a platform really, to talk about these challenges that we face, the opportunities that we encounter and how to move this entire topic forward. Um, and that's definitely one of the bigger drivers for me in pursuing this this platform, this form of having the conversation. Michelle, that's a, that's a
1: really interesting point. I think there's a couple of things that stood out to me as I've had conversations with, with you all in particular, but um, with other friends. And I've, I might have told a couple people that were planning on doing this just to motivate myself <laughs> to keep accountable. Um, but anyway, their reaction was all really excited to hear this. And I think everyone, especially the women I talked to, felt like this was a topic that everyone had something to say about. Um, the other thing, I've in some of the books I've read, and one in particular, which is called How Women Rise, or I listened to it on Audible, did not read it word for word. But anyway, the point was that there is this transition period also to executive. And I think we're approaching that point in our careers where there is a lot of transition for all kinds of reasons, including in your career, moving to an executive level. And what skills does that require? And I think some of those skills are different than the skills you needed to get to this point in your career, sort of moving up the ladder. And I think there's a lot about what we need to think about going forward, what skill set is required and what's going to change and where we feel like we have strengths. And I'm not, I say we broadly, like everyone will have a different set of strengths and things to think about with this transition. But I think this is just really a time to to dig into this
0: that's probably a great segue to maybe start talking about or introducing a few of the topics that we want to cover over the life of this podcast we'll definitely be going in depth into these in future episodes but let's talk about maybe some of the issues or topics that we're most excited about to explore during this podcast season Lauren what what is the big thing that sticks out to you
2: I think for me as Kelsey and Michelle both mentioned. We, after right after graduate school, we're handling life transitions, right? So we finished business school, we are at this point, this turning point to say, what's next? Are we climbing the corporate ladder? Are we I'm talking about starting businesses? And it's beyond just career transitions, it's we're also at the point of lives where you have to think about families and, you know, you're taking care of parents and potentially having kids. And as you're going through corporate, those corporate structures, do you have mentors involved that can kind of give you that advice and guidance? Are there particular role models that you can look up to? I think women at times think about this differently than men. And I've seen this kind of anecdotally. So last year, I went to a Wharton women's admissions event. And the fact that you have to even have a women's, like an admissions event focused on attracting women to a business school program um, tells you something about the people that are applying and how they look at actually dedicating this time and investment in in themselves. They see it a little bit selfishly. And I say that just because the questions that I was asked at that event were very different than the questions that I was asked at a general admissions event. You know, the general admissions then are really like, okay, how did you balance doing homework? Did you lose sleep? And women's questions were more. Is this the perfect time to do this? Am I being selfish and taking that time out? Right now to do this. That's really for me and my career. And I think everyone was really focused on making sure this was the perfect and opportune moment to do something. And if it wasn't, they weren't going to try and make it work. It's just it was a different
3: yeah. Look at risk
2: in some way. And so I think a lot of this is just, can we talk about some of these problems? Because a lot of everyone's going through them. We just need to think about them, talk about them, talk through them, and get some advice on how other
3: people have dealt with them.
0: No, that's interesting. Michelle, how about you?
3: Yeah. So I think the transition topic and mentorship also have a lot of things in common personally. I think that having a mentorship relationship with various levels of individuals throughout one's career is very important. But in a traditional setting back in the 1950s, men typically um, ended up mentoring each other by having these commonalities, such as the one that we talk a lot about in my industry is mentorship on the golf course. And not only do you get deals done, but you get a lot of mentoring done on the golf course. Um, we have to figure out how to create that sort of forum for women, for people who don't play golf, male or female, and maybe that's something that our our um, podcast can help with too. Maybe we should start closing deals at a yoga cause or <laughs> <laughs>
0: soul cycle. Yep, yeah. soul, 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 soul Cycle or, that's that's right.
3: or Rumble. rumble. <laughs> uh, women may or may not play golf, but we want to create another forum for this to be to help other women. And I personally have seen myself receive a lot of mentorship from individuals in various aspects of my life, whether in the corporate setting or outside that. And I personally have benefited from that and I want to pay it forward as well. In one specific example that I think differentiates the way women and men, how they receive these particular conversations, this conversation just happened pretty recently, actually, Um, there was an open position on my team and a number of people decided to apply to it. I actually had to tell the females to be a bit more ambitious and a little bit more aggressive um, with what they wanted to achieve in their careers. And these were really strong women and they are very successful in their careers, but I found it interesting that they needed more encouragement and they need encouragement in a different way, whereas their male counterparts decided, oh, like, I'm going to go for this, even though I'm not too qualified. I think one of the things that we originally talked about on this particular topic is, it it was really funny, because we were all on a class group chat together. Mm -hmm. And um, someone was like, oh, I, there's this open position in my company, and you need these 10 qualifications. And all the women were like, oh, yeah, like, I I don't know if I'd be qualified for it. And one of the guys who may or may not have had all the qualifications like, yup, (laughs) me, I'm all for it. I'm great for it. (laughs) How do we coach each other to be excited about these opportunities, whether or not we are ready for them and how do we have those conversations with each other and with people within our organization or outside our organization as we look to bootstrap ourselves to that next opportunity. And whether these mentors are people who have more experience than us from a number of years of experience or they just have different experience, that's another type of conversation we can have about mentors, but they are the ones who are going to be pushing us towards trying something new, trying something crazy, trying something that is outside of our comfort zone. And I think that leads into something that Kelsey, you wanted to touch upon.
1: Yeah. So I think just to build off that for one second, the point about mentorship and we have this platform that we are creating everyone's support who's listening to have these discussions. And I think we also want to be able to sort of get to that next step and not that we're experts in anything, but everyone has different set of experiences that they can hopefully bring to do's is not quite the word I'm looking for, but you know, we can actually come out and say, all right, here's this great conversation we can have about mentorship. And then here are some things that have worked for me and maybe that will work for someone else and really share some more concrete. Exactly. A framework, some more concrete suggestions about actually how to take that next step. Because I think that's the piece too. You know, we're excited to have these discussions, but we want to be able to drill down and that's why we want to dedicate specific episodes to each of these. We could just go on and on about everything for a long time as we've noticed ourselves when we ever we go out to dinner. I think and alcohol doesn't have anything to do with that. We just, yeah. just
0: keep going. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> not the wine. Okay, so Life stage transitions, I think we we said mentorship and risk-taking. Any other topics that you're excited to explore? Well, I think to the risk-taking point, you hear
1: components of that in all the topics that we've brought up even in the last couple of minutes and just whether it's needing to think about risk differently or being more accepting of risk or just defining risk in a different way because I think sometimes things are risky when they're not. And like digging into that would be really interesting. And then figure out in the different ways that manifests itself. Cause I think sometimes it's, it's almost easier to have someone else be pointing out, oh, hey, you missed that opportunity. And in your brain, maybe it didn't even come across as an opportunity because you had already categorized it as a risk. You know, maybe you got in your own way a little bit. So I think that support from each other and pointing it out in the first place is helpful. And uh,
3: from a personal
1: perspective, that's definitely something that I'm excited to talk about.
3: This podcast is an example of all of us encouraging each other to take a risk. It's a little bit scary to start something from scratch and not really... I mean, admittedly, I had no idea how to do any of this stuff, let alone like setting up my mic today. I was like, help, I don't know how to do this. But we're going to have a number of anecdotal stories about that, how we took a risk, and this podcast is one of those examples, but then how we got out of our comfort zone to try a lot of different things and have these conversations about that.
2: I think taking a risk, too, just to have the conversation, we're going to have to be a little bit vulnerable in what we talk about and opening up and sharing what we think and what our, you know, what our thought processes actually are with the world. I think that actually is a little bit of a risk that we're going to have to get comfortable with too. And I
0: think maybe just some of the more tactical topics too, right? Like, you know, raising a seed round or drafting a mission statement, which I know it's typically one paragraph, but we can all the four of us can attest to this based on our experience on just how, time-consuming that can be because of how important it is to get that right. Any other final thoughts?
1: I think we've covered a lot of topics, and I think you're right, too, Grace, to highlight some of the more tactical things.
0: All right. Well, you heard from us today how this all started, what drove us to create this platform, as well as some of the issues that we'll be covering in depth. Throughout the season.
2: We're really excited and really encouraged everyone to ask us questions, leave comments, and let us know about any other topics that you'd like us or potential guest speakers to cover. We're also looking for any ideas about who you'd like us to talk to.
1: So if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email us at four, that's spelling out the number four, F-O-U-R, four of a kind podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. The handle at Four of a Kind Podcast. Again, spell out the number four. And I think those are really the only two places we will respond to you.
2: (laughs) We have a Twitter too, but I don't want to confuse everyone because the Twitter handle is at four, the number four of of, of
3: a kind podcast. We do have (laughs)
0: Twitter. (laughs) Did we just survive our first episode? I think we did. Um, I think we did. I I think the end was probably the best. Yeah. Save that one for the bloopers. Exactly. Awesome. (laughs) Well, that's it today for today's show, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of Four of a Kind Podcast. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.